the more you understand how important self-care is for you, the better you are at allowing other people to take it when they're around you. The worse you are at it, not you, but the collective you, I bet you the harder it's going to be for you to take it around certain people. Some of us are wired that way. We're service oriented. I, I don't think that's a bad thing. It becomes a bad thing when you can't flip it and actually take care of yourself. If you're not going to take care of yourself for yourself, you have to flip it in your head to it's not for me. Or you have to evolve and figure out how to be more selfish. Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host, Kevin Palmieri. And I am your co-host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven, but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for dream chasers. We bring you seven episodes per week to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another episode of Next Level University where we teach you how to level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode. It was episode number 1,363, the three big things that determine who you become. Today, for episode number 1,364, self-care isn't selfish. So I told this story recently, but I have been able to connect dots since I told the story, so I'm just going to bring everybody up to speed. So a couple weeks ago, I had maybe the worst headache ever of all time. I felt like garbage. For some garbage. reason, garbage. For some reason, I woke up at two o'clock in the morning because I couldn't sleep, and I ended up just staying up and working. And I had a really long day. And that night, pop up, my father-in-law came over for dinner, and usually when people come over, we do like a quick clean. You know, we make sure everything is clean and presentable. What are you doing? <laughs> we have new mic stands. No, I have to get used to it. It's gonna jump it. I'm not okay. gonna take it off. Okay, I'm not gonna take it off. I'm just well, need to see where they know. Yeah, no, I know. Okay. Right. So we usually do some sort of sorry, <laughs> quick <laughs> quick cleaning of the house to make sure it's presentable for our company. And Taryn was vacuuming and I was like, all right, what do you want me to do? And she said, maybe you could just quickly, you know, clean the sink in the bathroom. And I was like, all right, I'll do it. She's like, you look terrible. And I was like, thank you so much for that compliment. I appreciate it. She said, do you feel okay? And I said, no, I feel terrible. I have the worst headache. I'm just extremely tired. I feel physically ill, but let me go hammer out this, this bathroom real quick. And she said, no, no, I'll take care of it. I'll do it. And I said, mm, I don't know. I don't, I don't think so. I think I'll do it. And she's like, no, I, I really want you just to sit on the couch. I don't want you to do anything. And immediately I, I get this level of guilt of like, hmm, um, hmm, I don't know. I don't like it. I don't like this. I don't like that you're doing stuff and I'm not. So it's inconsistent I with your identity. It's definitely going back to our previous episode. Mm -hmm. So I reflected and I jump back when I lived with my best friend, Matt. Matt and I had very different goals when it comes to entrepreneurship. So Matt's in real estate. He owns properties. He flips them. He rents them out, all of that. When I lived with him, we worked on a lot of projects together. But it was almost always we worked on his projects together. I worked on my projects alone because I work on my projects with Alan. Alan's my business partner. Matt doesn't have a business partner. So there would be times where I would work my face off for NLU. I would get home and he would be doing some sort of project and I would feel super guilty if I wasn't helping. 
Excuse me, sir. Yes. That was the hyper-conscious podcast. Excuse my apologies. At the time. My apologies. At How the time. dare I? Mm-hmm. How dare I? Yep. The hyper, the hyper-conscious podcast. Wow. Yeah, I still got it. That is, I don't know where that came from. I don't know where that, the guilt of somebody doing something and me not participating came from. But that really is what I want to dive in in this episode because it might not seem like self-care, right? So me getting home after a long day and saying, you know what, I'm going to watch television before I go to bed instead of helping my buddy do whatever it is he's doing because I need self-care based on the fact that I'm not putting a boundary up to say, hey, I'm super tired, I can't help you with this because I'm more afraid of what the person thinks than I am of not taking care of myself. And that really is what I want to dive in for this episode. Does any of that resonate with you? Mm-hmm. Definitely. Okay. I just yeah, wanted definitely. to check. Yeah, it's it's definitely... Okay. This will be a good one. Emilia and I have a dishwasher, and there's this there's certain items that she doesn't want... She's like, oh, we can't put that in the dishwasher. And I'm like, no, you can. You just throw it in there. <laughs> right? You totally can. Right? She's like, well, you don't put wood in the dishwasher, like wooden spoons and all that. I was like, says who? You know what I mean? It's all good. Throw it in there. I'm going to hand wash this stuff. What are we doing here? But I said, honestly, and that's okay, but your family had really nice utensils mm. and they took really good care of their utensils. You and I bought these at Walmart and we're going to hammer them in the dishwasher and it's going to be just fine. Now, obviously I'm being playful, but a lot of it was conditioning from her upbringing. And so uh, another thing that her family had is is more hands, less work. That's like a mantra that they had. So everyone would pitch in. And I think there's pros and cons to that. She learned work ethic. She learned how to do projects, all that kind of stuff. But her and I have had to have conversations of like, babe, when I'm doing a project, you do not have to join me. Do your work. Your work is way more important than this plastic staircase I'm putting together for Tucker downstairs. I had this little mallet. Dude, it was funny this weekend. <laughs> There's a picture of me. Uh, I don't think I've posted it yet, but it's it's me basically putting together this little Lego plastic set or whatever of Tucker has new stairs downstairs to go peas and poops. Okay. He has to do peas and poops. Of so, course. Don't you know, we all? He's six years old now. You know, he doesn't want to have to take that huge leap into the rocks. You know, he wants a couple stairs. It's all good. Although yeah, they are he's... slippery when it rains. So he hammered right off one of them recently. You got yeah. to throw a carpet down on it. Yeah. I see you. I see you. Now I know. But anyways, so I wanted her to realize that she did not have to like take self-care. Do your work. Do your a core value. Emilia said this once. A boundary is nothing more or less than a core value that you are choosing to honor. I have a core value of time optimization. I am not going to hand wash these wooden spoons and and this uh, th- th- we have these prongs that she's afraid are going to get rusty. And I said, babe, that's all just conditioning. It's okay. Don't even worry about it. Like it's all good. Let's see. And then she she reprocessed and she's like, you know what? Yeah, I don't want to waste time hand washing these. Like, what are we doing? So the the, the whole point of this. We all have a ton of conditioning around what we should and shouldn't do based on our upbringing. So I'm assuming you, you even said you don't know where that comes from. Mm-mm. You want to be helpful. You don't want to be selfish. 
you don't want to be seen as lazy. And and there's two sides of this coin, by the way. Not only do you not want to be seen by Matt as lazy and selfish, but you also don't want to be lazy and selfish. So yeah. part of this is who you aspire to be. You're trying to stay consistent with your identity. AKA, this happens all the time. I have clients that are that their identity is I'm a great friend. Their friend calls them and needs help, they'll be there. That is dangerous when you have 50 friends and a business to run. I was on the phone yesterday with this person that I coach and she said, ah, damn. You ever, she literally asked me a question. She said, Alan, have you ever, have you ever had something like a gift that someone got you that you wish they didn't give you? And I was like, I'm all yours. Yes. hundred percent. Yeah. It's a great hook, right? She's a strong communicator. And she said, yeah, my parents, they got me these concert ticket tickets a year ago for my birthday. And I don't want to go. And I was like, perfect answer. Ready? Don't go. <laughs> now, we were being playful. And here's the <laughs> truth. She's like, "My, their hearts are going to be broken. They're going to be so upset. They're going to feel like they wasted the money. My mom's going to say we wasted money. I used to go to concerts all the time with them. I used to love music and going to concerts, but I've evolved since then and they don't know that. And I said, here's what you do. You can tell them the truth and not go and deal with the discomfort of them being upset with you or them being upset in general, or you can go to the concert and do something that's not aligned and make the best of it. There is a third option. What's the third third option? option? Talk to me. You tell a you tell a little bit of a white lie of why you can't go. I know that's not what we aspire to. I, I, I'm not saying you, you do. I'm, I'm always because it's easier. How I mean, how hard is it? Have <laughs> you funny man? Remember, no, it's fair assessment. I appreciate your honesty on this show. Rem- I really do. I respect when it. I respect it. We were supposed to have a guy on the show, mm-hmm. and we were like, "Nah, this ain't it. We're not gonna have him on." And Alan's like, "Dude." I'm going to tell him the truth. And I was like, dude, don't tell him the truth. Please don't. (laughs) Because the level of our, the level of feedback we're going to get is not worth the level of, uh, the level of satisfaction you'll feel in your character for telling him the truth. Then he left us a effing bad review and he's never even listened to the show. Guy's not nice. He's He's not not nice. He's not nice. But But if, if you let me run a white lie, which I've run before, between you and I, <laughs> the mixer's broken. My microphone's down. We'll reach out in the future. Sometimes, and I'm not saying I'm not saying you live in 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 that's that's what you use every time. But I think it's a really good opportunity for you to at least stay in alignment, see how it goes. It's it's a training wheel. Is what is really what it is. Yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. Crutch, I know. And I've, which I'm I've okay used with. it too in the past. But I I decided I don't know when I I decided You're braver than I am. Hey, you're braver than I am. Well, I appreciate that. And yeah, I also, you're I, yeah, thank you, brother. It's, <laughs> it's the worst thing ever. I mean, yes. even the grad party episode we talked about, it's like, I, I didn't lie. That was my truth. Mm. I decided somewhere along the lines, I don't know when, but I just decided I'm never going to lie again about anything to myself or to other people. Now, that's a whole nother episode, so I won't go down that rabbit hole, but, but there is that option. 
and that's fair. You can say like all four of my tires got slashed last night. I can't go. My car well, broke down. Whatever. As I'm just an example. Saying, yeah. As an example, I'll, I'll tell this somewhat vulnerably. My name is Nathan Schwarman. I'm from Lawrence, Kansas. I've been a client of Allen's for coming on two years now, and I really can't recommend this program enough. Alan's always there for me uh, with great advice uh, and holding me accountable uh, every step of the way and and really leading by example. I've grown a lot in his program, but he, he's grown alongside with me. So I'd, I'd really recommend joining up on the program and, and joining the community. Last year, I, don't, I, th- I think it might have been last year, Taryn got me tickets to a concert. For an artist that I really, 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 really like. Really like. Huge fan. And I was going to go with one of my buddies. I told one of my buddies about it. And I was like, I have two tickets. Like, let's go. We should go. It's in Boston. And as the date got closer and closer, I started consuming more content from this artist. Because that's what you do when you're going to a concert. You want to make sure you know everything. And I came across this documentary. And it was like, mm, this person is not as aligned as I thought I still listen to their music I still love their music I don't want to attend a live concert though because I know the vibe of that is going to be uncomfortable for me I don't really want to do it he, now here's the interesting thing luckily as we got closer and closer to it you and I booked a training on that day and we had a big training and I literally said it would be it would be unaligned for me to cancel this training to go to this concert. That is the truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's just not the level the of whole the truth, truth of like Yeah. Yeah, exactly. it's not the level of the truth of look, I am I think I'm beyond the level of self-improvement of this person. I don't I don't really want to be around a bunch of people that aren't. Maybe that's the truth. I don't know. I also think there's a part of me that didn't know exactly what the truth was. Oh, for sure. I, for sure. I knew I didn't want to I knew I was uncomfortable going. I wasn't a thousand percent sure. Now I think I, I am more certain of it. But truth I just is wanted a spectrum. to share that example. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Truth is a spectrum. It's not zero or ten. Yeah. I mean it's not zero or one. It's zero to ten. <clears throat> so like that was probably a level I don't know, six truth. Something like that. Maybe yeah. four. But a level one would have been like, like a zero would have been like a blatant lie. Yeah, Two yeah. would have been like, honestly, I'm not really feeling well. You know, four would have been what you said. And then 10 out of 10 truth would have been, listen, I'm, I don't want to go. I've made a mistake. I wish I never got these tickets. I don't want to go with you. And I know that's not the case, but like whatever it is, I wrote an article about this and I didn't plan on this, but it's called how to express uncomfortable truths. It is. I'm telling you, Kev, that is, I was good at success. I was good at certain things. I was so bad at this. Same. I was so bad at this, this expressing truth thing to myself. I was good at expressing truth. I'm actually, I think I'm strong at that. Ask yourself, the listeners, how good are you at expressing truth to yourself? Hard truth. And then more importantly, how good are you at expressing it to other people? And as a leader, and as you become a stronger leader, and I consider every listener a leader, or a potential leader, that truth dial is going to have to dial up. But back to the original episode, okay? In this case, the person doesn't want to go to the concert, but she's so afraid of the discomfort of other people, and what they'll think of her, and 
there's a part of her that actually does want to go to the concert. That's why this is so complicated. But anyways, she's going to go in this case. And I said, okay, that's the choice you're making. But don't tell yourself a story that you have no choice. Because you do. You could face the discomfort of, honestly, I appreciate this gift. But I've evolved and I'm not really into this anymore. And that would actually benefit her relationship with her parents. Because then her parents would know the real her more. So I told Taryn after too. After, because I, I was kind of like working it through with her. I was like, I want to go. And I love live music, but like, I don't want to, I don't want to be at a, at a venue at like 7 p.m. on a Thursday in Boston with a bunch of people that I know are going to be partying. And again, <laughs> no judgment on that. Like, you do you. But I don't, I don't know. You know, her, I, I talked it out with her and I just said, like, I think I'm beyond that. Yeah, whatever you've that is. Past that. Yep. Now, seeing live music with Taryn, I'm all about. Mm-hmm. It's different. I don't want to go. You know, it's just different. Depends on the artist. There's a lot of things. There's a lot of things that go into it. So, I just don't want to. Ma- I don't want it to come out. You know, looking like I'm a you know a liar and I just lie my way through. through <laughs> yeah, yeah of course. No, 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 no. I try to be a, a Kev, character. Everyone on this man. planet has given white lies. There's no, no of one. Course. There's of no course. one who hasn't been guilty of this. And and to get back to the the main point of this episode, it's guilt. We all are controlled so much by guilt. We well, self-care is staying in alignment with what you believe is best for you. That's yeah. another frame of this is like I want to help I want to help people. Right? But I can't always. Think of it this way. Alan and I I would say are on the very high end of if you reach out to us we will help you. Mhm. Right? If you DM yeah. me I will help you as much as humanly possible. Sometimes but, to our detriment. Yes, and there were many times where I went way too far with that and burned myself out and did damage to myself. Same. Now I have that understanding of me helping you is great. I want to help every single one of you listening to this more than you can imagine. But I also can't crush myself doing that because if I do, I can't help you tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Can't help anyone. I can't help anyone. If I can't take care of myself, I can't take care of anyone. That's an important understanding to have. It's an important thing to realize that when you go and charge your phone, and you're the phone in this example, you're charging your phone based on the fact that you want to be able to do stuff tomorrow with it. And you have to charge it every single day, because if you don't charge it, it's going to be dead. And when it's dead, you can't use it. To your point, anytime I'm doing a project, like say um, you know, we'll get a new piece of furniture and I'll be building it, which I, I do thoroughly enjoy. I love it. Huge fan. Taryn will say, hey, do you want me to help you? And I always say, no. No, no, you're good. Go do you. You can go watch. Go do whatever you want. I don't care. Go watch Netflix. You can do whatever you want. I want to build this thing. Because for me, it fills my cup. I enjoy working with my hands. There's a part of me that did that for a long time. But it's almost like the more you understand how important self-care is for you, the better you are at allowing other people to take it when they're around you. The worse you are at it, not you, but the collective you, I bet you the harder it's going to be for you to take it around certain people. If they don't understand why it's so important, you're probably going to have a layer of guilt built in. And on some level, they'll never fully understand because they're not you. And it's interesting how how fascinating it is how, oh, you can't come? Oh, you had a family emergency, so that's okay. Okay, that's totally fine, right? It's like someone who is like, well, I have a wake. It's like all of a sudden there's no guilt. And it makes sense because that's a 
big enough reason, quote unquote, in my consciousness or in other people's consciousness. That's gotta be one of the hardest things in the world. I'm glad we're having this conversation, Kev. Our listeners, statistically speaking, struggle to not put others ahead of themselves. One of the reasons why peak performance tracking and my coaching has been so successful with our listeners is because they're doing it for me, not for them. There's a member of the NLU team who I'm making her, no, I'm not making her, okay. On her PPT, it's track your sleep. She got an aura ring and she's tracking her sleep. She's getting amazing sleep. She's got a better sleep scores than you and me, man. Before, she wasn't sleeping. She would. She was getting four hours, five hours a night. She, it was not good. She's not doing it for her. Mm-hmm. She's doing it for me and for the team. That's okay. I love the heart of that. Some of us are wired that way. We're service-oriented. I, I don't think that's a bad thing. It becomes a bad thing when you can't flip it and actually take care of yourself. If you're not going to take care of yourself for yourself, you have to flip it in your head to it's not for me. Right. Or you have to evolve and figure out how to be more selfish, which selfish and selfless is a spectrum. Very few of us are at five. I have an ex-partner who is extremely self-centered, wildly selfish. I was on the other opposite end. So I was always taking care of her. She was never taking care of me. Genuinely never, to an alarming extent. Emilia and I are both on the selfless side. So we take care of each other constantly and we help each other take care of ourselves. Meaning last night was me date. Every week we have a me date. And every other night is basically a we date, us together. She and I are very good at like, babe, t- take, no, 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 go take a shower. Go, go do your thing. Go watch your show. Go whatever it is. And the reason why is because whereas in the past, if I was with a selfish partner, person, they would like, they, they energetically would have passive aggressive, like, why aren't you helping me vacuum? Why aren't yeah. you with me? Why am I watching a show alone and you're not here? Like that kind of crap. Those tendrils go so deep, Kev especially in families and like intimate partners. This is like a thing we see at relationship talks coaching all the time. There are very, very self-centered, deeply insecure people that are basically using your need for their approval against you to get you to do what they want. And we've all been there. We all feel it. It's like we intuitively we're like, why am I doing this? It's almost like you think you're crazy. It's called gaslighting. We're not going to get into it any deeper, but for our listeners, you're going to have to free yourself from the shackles of the discomfort of other people around you. And you're going to have to really take care of yourself if you want to be the best version of yourself. And and there's no way around this. Yeah. Check into where it comes from. Even though I kind of did that live in real time. I was like, well, you know, I used to feel that when I lived with Max, I wanted to help him. Like, where does that come from? I will do some reflection on that as well. I think that is always important. You have a coaching call in three minutes. If you are looking for amazing people to be surrounded by like-minded individuals who will value your self-care, your self-love, uh, allow you to prioritize yourself, please join our private Facebook group, Next Level Nation. Link is in the show notes. Speaking of prioritizing yourself, book club is about you and your own learning. How Emotions Are Made by Lisa Feldman Barrett. Join us. It is an extremely wonderful, abundant, learning-oriented, growth-oriented group of people that get together every Saturday, and the discussions are just awesome. It's like being on this podcast, but with a group of people privately. Privately. We hope you join us. The link 
uh, to the landing page will be in the show notes. There's a little form at the bottom of the landing page that you just put your name and email. Uh, you, you put your first and last name and then it, it goes directly to my inbox. Say, hey, Alan, I want to join book club. I'll get an email. We'll immediately register you and you can show up. Tomorrow for episode number 1,365, the two most important things to know about yourself. This is going to be one of the most valuable episodes ever of all time. That's wow. my goal. <laughs> that's that's my goal. Sound like me. As always. I like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As always, we love you. We appreciate you. Grateful for each and every one of you. And at NLU, we do not have fans. We have family. We will talk to you all tomorrow. Take care of thyself. Next Level Nation. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. We love connecting with the Next Level family. We mean it when we say family. If you ever need anything, please reach out to us directly. Everything you need to get a hold of us is in the show notes. Thank you again, and we will talk to you tomorrow.